Hello everyone and welcome to Beyond the Ball. I am Colly, and this week I am joined by an elated Big Paddy. Paddy, what's happening? Champion is champion is away, away, away. Oh yeah, feels good to be winning a trophy this early in the season as well. It just sets you up so well for the rest of the season. So how are you, Colly? How has no, your not good. life I'm not gone? Good. No? I'm, not, I'm not good. I'm not no. good. Polar opposites here, you know what I mean? You may as well, it's it's chalk and cheese here, what's going on between the two of us. Last yeah. year, it was me, like, gloating, like, well, not really, not really even gloating, but me being the, the optimistic one, and you being the fucking the Debbie Downer. Things and... looked a lot better for Chelsea last season, this time last season. Like, how the mighty have fallen, how, how quickly it can happen as well. When you, you know get the, the, and the excuses coming out of that man, I'm sure we'll talk about it, but. Yeah. yeah, we will. We will. We will get into it. Uh, we're going to be looking at the results from the week on. Uh, we'll be looking at a little bit of Liverpool as well, Paddy. Oh, <laughs> beautiful results for them. <laughs> so bad. Uh, <laughs> and then we'll uh, we'll have a quick look at the fantasy football. There's been some movement in the fantasy football, Paddy. You'll have to explain to us what's going on here. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then we're gonna have the we're gonna have the betting challenge as well, Paddy. We we're we're back Tuesday. Um, I got Connor zero. <laughs> yeah, we're starting. Me and you are starting again, but Connor has made a true as first bet and is on to the second bet. Um, yeah, so we'll be shown his bet. And Hopefully, he's on happens. again before the time he wins, gets up to a thousand. I know he'll, he'll get to about 800 and then he'll pretend yeah. he put it on something, and then you know, it'll fucking it'll lose. <laughs> we'll be like, oh no, but he's really have to take it. We don't know. Um, yeah, and then we're gonna be looking at the weekend's football. Uh, so Paddy, we're gonna jump straight into the football review. Paddy, the first match we're going to look at is a beautiful thing. It's Real Madrid and Liverpool. 5-2 to Real Madrid. Um, Liverpool gone 2-0 up and then getting absolutely spankaged. It was oh. it was just beautiful to see. And group you know, chats and, like, and group chats on the Liverpool fans when they went two nil up and all gone, you know, we're the best, we're back and all we're back. <laughs> You're not back anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, back to fucking back to Liverpool with a fucking five two defeat. Embarrassing. This is in Anfield. Yeah, it's in Anfield, yeah. Oh. And the calamities and all Allison and all. Oh fucking what what calamities from that goalkeeper. It was great. I have to admit, Bandai though, was back, like, though, wasn't he? So they were more solid at the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most overrated centre half ever in the Premier League. Oh. I've said it. I've always said it. He's he, he had two or three good seasons, one really good season, and the rest kind of mediocre. Hasn't been yeah. the same since his injury. He's done. He's Look, finished. That that's that's the difference between the really top players. He won the league and then his form went out the window. Yeah, and the real, exactly. the real, real winners want to win again and again and again. Yeah, just saying. I'm sure he Castillo. wants to win. Just doesn't have the talent to do it. You know. Yeah, true. Yeah, that's just yeah. the way it is. You know. Uh, so yeah, unfortunately, Connor and again, it's a it's a reoccurring team. Liverpool don't win. Connor's not here, so uh, there's not much stick we can give him. Um, I'm sure he'll probably listen to this back when he's driving into work or something, and then uh, get here. So I just want to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted to say to him. Uh, so, like, so you pretend to be Connor there for a minute. Um, so, Connor, when will Klopp be gone? Look, look, <laughs> I don't know if 
Like, I don't think they should sack him. I don't oh. think they should. I don't think they should sack him. Like, the players, like, we've said it for ages, it's the players. And then I'll just get my fence out and I'll stick it up my arse and then plonk it into the ground while I sit on it and give no <laughs> opinions on it. <laughs> so I'm afraid to to give me my actual thoughts on it. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I'm gonna love when he hears this. He's gonna text me. I know he's not gonna text me because I was after saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and he, we're, moving, we're moving off this match, right? And we're going on to the next one, which is even more embarrassing. It's still oh. on against Crystal Palace. <laughs> oh my god, it's oh, great. And, and we, everyone was thinking Liverpool were gonna have two great games in the Premier League one against Crystal yeah. Palace, and they're playing tomorrow night at home as well. And oh, they just they just can't pick up a result or save, save their lives. They got a result against Newcastle, but I kind of knew when they got that result, that wasn't against the Newcastle. That was, you know, really consistent and performing really yeah. well, to, like towards the first, like 18 games of the season. Newcastle's yeah. form had dropped off a cliff and they were yeah. drawing a lot of games and for Liverpool to beat them wasn't that big of an accomplishment, really. Yeah, um, exactly. And I think you're seeing the real Liverpool now between Real Madrid and then Crystal Palace. They're, they're gone. Gone. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I just think, yeah, look, I'm going back to Liverpool. I just think it's embarrassing. They can't score goals. And you can say whatever you want. They've got Salah, Gakpo, Firmino, Jota, Thiago, Van Dijk, yeah. uh, Robertson, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Allison, who's the best goalkeeper in the world, apparently. So there's nine world-class players, and they still can't get a win. Yeah. I mean... And and nothing gets nothing gets taught about Wycliffe. Like something and has look, to give there. Seems if this weird. had been probably anybody else but Palace, they probably would have lost. It's just Palace mm. can't really score either. You know, they're 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 not the best team in the league, so or anywhere close to it. Yeah. Um so we wait and see how to do it tomorrow night. Yeah, yeah, we good to see. Uh Paddy, unfortunately, I have to go on to the next one. And <sighs> Chelsea and Spurs. It's nearly down. I, I, I nearly even feel like, you know, I, I don't even want to laugh anymore because uh, it's no. just pity I feel now. It's not even. Yeah. Yeah. It's really I'm bad. I'm pitying like, myself, Paddy. Like you're doing worse than Liverpool. I know. And we've got better, a better squad. Much better. Like a far yeah. better squad. Yeah. And that's Much why. In terms of willing to spend money, you know, you, sh- you should be streets ahead of Liverpool. Paddy. <sighs> It's hard at the moment to be a Chelsea fan. And I say the same thing every week. And I'm always optimistic that we can get a result. I thought we were going to... The big one I thought we were going to get was that Southampton game. When I was mm. like, right, this is going to be the one. We're going to win a 3-0. It's going to be a turnaround. It's going to be a good result going into the Spurs game. A little bit of momentum. Can't get it. Can't get the momentum. Now, I, I put up a video on TikTok. And I got a little bit heated in the video on TikTok because... It was like that was, that was literally when Spurs were after scoring that second goal, right? And I've never felt like this as a Chelsea fan. I actually was I was watching it downstairs, right? And they scored again, and I stood up, and my heart was going ninety. Like I could feel myself going, getting so worked up about it. And I was walking around me me house, going, "What am I gonna do?" As if like I'm gonna be able to affect. It. I'm like, "What am I gonna do here? What, what like what do I do here?" <laughs> And my fucking heart was going 90. I'm like, what am I going to do? And I fucking stormed upstairs and I put the fucking phone on the oak and I just fucking unleashed it then. <laughs> I was just like, I had, that was the only way I could get it out. So that that video was me at the fucking, 
red raw when it was fucking they were literally after score. the game wasn't even finished they were only after scoring i got up and i was just bullying around the house i was actually literally just storming up and down the house and uh i eventually made my way up here and i was like you know what i have to fucking just i have to vent it out now um and are the cracks starting to show now with the manager as well like what is he coming out with now saying that they didn't have a proper preseason and all this now like Whatever, say that when you come into the club, you know what I mean? Like, we have to get the players up. He's talking about preseason and they bought a completely new squad in January. What is he talking about preseason yeah. for? The, the exactly, half of yeah. the players he's playing, they only got a month ago. Yeah, exactly. And another thing is when he came in, his first fucking six games, he'd won five and drawn one as well or something. So, like, how can you say all of a yeah. sudden you've gone on a good run, you've got good results, then all of a sudden your, your fucking farm falls off a cliff and now it's the preseason? Yeah. Like, that's bollocks yeah, it's absolute yeah. horse shit like it's there's not one word of truth in that i don't think he even believed himself when he fucking said it like it's it's just pathetic and then and the another mo- thing is go on no i'm just gonna say and the money he has and he earns and playing for the club he should have a better pr team to be fucking oh yeah them wide, to not talking like that in front of the cameras because it just makes you seem like an idiot yeah exactly and now and now what's going on is that a presenter asked him i can't remember who it was but he asked him a lovely juicy gorgeous question in my opinion and it's like, you've always kind of come out and said that the manager backs you and he's always got your back. Does getting bad results like this test your relationship with the owner? Sorry, I said manager there, I meant owner. Okay. Um, does, the, does getting bad results like this test your relationship with your owner? And he's like, um, yeah, of course it does. And that to me was the first breaking point where he hasn't be, always been like, no, they're 100% behind me. They don't care yeah. what happens here. It doesn't matter the results. They're always going to be behind me. They're behind me, behind me, behind me. That was the first sign I seen where he kind of went, yeah, well, look, I have to look at myself and, like, I know that's not good enough for this club. So, to me, he's already admitted, right, I'm not doing good enough. And then we're still not, like, we're still getting this kind of message out from, like, random, like, that guy, Matt Law, that that works for the Daily Telegraph or whatever he's, he's working for, keeps saying that he's been told the club are still backing him. So we don't know. I don't know what's going on. The communication's shocking between the club and the fans and what's actually happening. Like, Potter keeps coming out after every game. He's like, look, we know we have to do better. We know we have to... Obviously, you have to do better. But fucking do it. Like, stop just fucking saying you have to do better. Like, it's all bullshit. Just fucking... It's like me saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to get fit and going to the gym. I'm not. I'm a fat cunt, and and that's just the way it is. I'm not doing nothing about it. It's in my hands. I can't do anything about it because I just don't have the motivation to go to the gym. He's just not motivating his players to fucking to work hard to get results. Tactically, he's not there because he's unable to break teams down. Like we like Paddy, we haven't gone on a run like this in 10 years. So we haven't gone, we haven't lost six, we haven't not had a win in six or seven games in 10 years. Uh, it was the first time in 35 years that uh, Southampton beat us twice in the league in one year. Um, all these records that he's breaking are the wrong records and if he was in Roman Abramovich's, Roman Abramovich's era, he'd be sacked. He'd be, he'd have a new job by now because he'd yes, have been cool. gone. He'd have been gone already. Like yeah. he'd be executed. He'd be dead. Down the column, uh, <laughs> Look, the running well, team he, with the, well, all the gone. pundits now as well is that he doesn't seem to know what who to pick, and he nearly seems like because all these new players have been brought in, he has to give them all a game, and yeah. tactically he's not thinking of. How do I win this game? It's how can I fit all these players and give them a game, give them a match? Um, I don't think he, he never would have had this 
problem when he was at Brighton previously yeah. because he had his, his squad of players, you know, they couldn't spend a great deal of money. But now I just think he's in a way over his head. But well, it's gone to the stage he... now with the club that they've nearly waited too long now to get rid of him. So they may as well give him till the end of the season. Here's here's a few problems that we have, Paddy, right? You're saying kind of about his team selection. His team selection on against Spurs was absolutely horrendous, right? So Fofana's come back, he plays a good game, and then he gets put onto the bench, right? He starts Koulibaly beside Thiago Silva. Koulibaly is absolutely headless at the best of times. So we have Fafana sitting on the bench there as well. Could have brought, could have played him. Then um, Koulibaly causes Thiago Silva to get injured. Thiago Silva has now done knee ligament damage, and he's out for probably fuck knows how long. Like I've had that, and I've had that, and like that's weeks, probably months, like out on the sideline. That the could technically well. be Thiago Silva fucking yeah, retired, like. Yeah. That's because Kulabali, I know I know it actually came from, I think it was Kane landing on him, but Kulabali gets in his way and he causes that injury. So that's that's fucking Potter causing that. Then we have Ziyech, who didn't want to be at Chelsea, who was over in PSG. The only reason he's still at the club is because Chelsea fucked up the paperwork. He's starting every fucking game. The chap doesn't even want to be there. And then you've got Mudrick, who he's signed for 80 million, who looks like he's a good player, but just needs games and needs fucking experience in the league. Sits him on the bench. He's got Mason Mount sitting on the bench. Look, let's be honest, Mason Mount hasn't been great lately. His, his form isn't good. He probably deserves to be on the bench. But he's still better than Ruben Loftus' fucking cheek, who shouldn't be playing one minute, never mind fucking 90. He's one of the worst midfielders that Chelsea have, and he yeah. should not be playing in the team. And we've got Conor Gallagher sitting on the bench, and we have Zakaria, who's, who looks a very decent player. And what happened in during the match is that he took all them players off that shouldn't have been played. He, he didn't take Koulibaly because he couldn't, because Thiago went off. But he took Ruben off his cheek off, and he took Ziyech off. One, because they're both shy, and they shouldn't be playing. And two, because he has a better fucking option on the bench in anybody. He's got Mudrick sitting on the bench. He's got fucking... He has Fofana, a number nine, sitting on the bench. He has Aubameyang, who's a number nine, who hasn't been playing well, but he's sitting on the bench. He's got Mason Mount sitting on the bench. But it's really He's getting things are really getting bad when you're calling for Aubameyang to come on. I know, but it, but like we we're not working with Havertz. And how many times is he going to play Havertz up top? I know mm. he's probably the best option and he's probably the most suited at the moment to that role. But we haven't like Paddy. We've scored about four goals, five goals since Potter's taken over, and we scored yeah. two and in the last like, ten the games. Getting, so like I was watching the Spurs game and Mason Mount looked so frustrated. Especially coming towards the last 20, 25 yep. minutes. Like and I've never seen him playing like like that before. But yep. you could see like he's just sick of it. He's absolutely sick of being in this inept side. Yeah. And the one like, of the worst things, Paddy, is individually, manager. individually, we're all actually very brilliant. Like they're like yeah. Joe Felix, oh, yeah. brilliant. Raheem yeah. Sterling in his in his in his day, very yeah. good. Uh yeah. fucking Havertz, to be honest with you, is very good. He's a good ball player, he's just not number nine, he's number ten. Um like the likes of fucking Enzo Fernandez, brilliant. Thiago Silva, brilliant. Like all these players, Reese James, one of the best right backs in Europe. All these players are individually brilliant. And there is passages of play where they're actually linking up very well. And you can see when they're kind of doing what they need to do, they link up quite well. But then when it starts getting to the final tour of the pitch, they, they're, they're clueless because they're not drilled. Yeah. Like the wingers aren't drilled to go by the lines, to cut Look. inside. They don't know what they're doing. Let's look. Let's look at this in the, the fee, Give it a FIFA analogy, okay? You can go out and buy twenty of the best players in the world, but if they haven't got chemistry 
and you haven't yeah. got a manager that can create chemistry between the players, they'll yeah. never perform together. And I see, I've seen, I've been watching that United the last 10 years, yeah. spending more than any other club in the last 10, 12 years, Manchester United, yeah. but buying individuals, not buying people that can do a job for the manager tactically yeah. that he wants. And why is this? Is it because the manager tactically isn't providing the wishes to the owners because he hasn't really got the tactical know-how to be able to to put that across yeah. to the owners because they just seem to go out and supermarket sweep the players. Paddy, Potter played a tactic at Brighton which suited a Brighton team who were a sub-par team and it, mm. and it worked quite well. They found them very hard to break down. Like they had Lewis Dunk and they had, um, who did they got beside? Uh, Duffy, Shane Duffy. Two powerhouses in the middle. So nothing in the air was was ever won against them. So they were very good. Kukureo was there as well, who was who was brilliant for them. So he had a he had an unbelievable defense, and then he was able to play the ball out from the back, and it looked like he was able to play some good football. But in reality, they were just defending really well because they had really good defenders, and it, do, it like this tactic doesn't work for Chelsea. And they can say whatever you want. He doesn't have a plan B, and he doesn't have to be honest with you. Doesn't actually look like he has a plan A. He does not really know what he's doing, and yeah. the players don't look no like don't look like they know what they're doing, and the fans don't know what's going on either. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. mind if he played a certain tactic and it wasn't working, and it was, it's just nothing. There's nothing there. Like I, I yeah. said it before, and I keep getting messages on on Instagram and all asking who would I like. I've said it already. I said Pochettino, uh, Luis Enrique, um, Diego Simeone. Give me Jose Mourinho back. Don't care. Zinedine Zidane. Like there's five managers that are all available mm. well maybe not Mourinho and Simeone at the moment but um the other three are all available and are better options than what he is in my yeah. opinion he's, he's better option he's not good enough he's not suitable for that job I said it in day one and you know when you get a gut feeling about something Paddy and you you everyone always says trust your gut my gut yeah. instinct with with Potter was that he was never a Chelsea manager yeah. and never a, a standard of Chelsea Chelsea yeah, managers yeah, need yeah. a standard yeah, yeah pedigree he didn't have it yeah. and everybody slated me for calling him after the first fucking mm. i think we had a draw in the first game i said i didn't see it i don't see it um i don't think i'll ever see it and i got fucking slated but again yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I hate the fact that i was right about that because now we'll look at the mm. position we're in do you know so know. it's disappointing but anyway look paddy that's enough ranting about chelsea for me um we'll move on to this one paddy we you know go on no we what skipped we, skip? we skipped united barcelona Oh shit! Uh, I don't have a graphic, right? Hold on. So, talk to me about it first. What score was it again? Two-one uh, to United. Um, okay. Lewandowski got the penalty fairly, fairly early yeah. doors. Fernandez gave it away. Which, look, there's no arguments. It was a penalty all day long, absolutely all day long. Um, it, it was a scary. It was a scary moment. Um, but then, look, we pulled it out of the bag in the second half. We got the result. Um, and once we got the two goals, then, you know, we looked comfortable on the ball. We managed the game really, really well. And I think it was good preparation for what we're going to move on to now, which is the, which is the, the, the cup final. Because what they're able to do now is score a goal, just get the lead and then manage the game really, really well, knowing that they're going to get a game every three, four days. So yeah. transitioning from that, which was an amazing result against Barcelona, over the two legs, we got through. Really happy. Then we came to this game, uh, Manchester United-Newcastle, 2-0, uh, Carabao Cup 
winners and um, the first five minutes we came out of block strong Um, i was looking at it thinking to myself a lot of energy but then newcastle kind of took more possession and they had a lot more possession in the game but at no stage really did i think to myself they look really dangerous they man united yeah. like protected their their back line really really well and casemiro jumping in sometimes as nearly a third center back with martinez mm. and Varane. Like they're just three really, really excellent defensive footballers. Um yeah. then then Casemiro comes up and gets the goal in the other end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and I loved the fact like with, with Ten Hag, you've got even the pundits now, not you can see the lack of knowledge they have compared to an elite manager like this because Gary Neville was saying it was just after second half and he was saying, Oh, I think they'll bring on Sancho now to change things up. What does Ten Hag do? Brings on McTominay and Sabitzer just to close yeah. the game out and manage yeah. the game for the rest of the times. Because he said to himself, okay, I'm going to save legs here because I know we have two more big games next week against West Ham and Liverpool. And yeah. Newcastle never looked like winning the game. Um, very, 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 very professional performance. And having Varane at the back um, along with Martinez, uh, then in the midfield, Fred with Casemiro. Fred Fred can be one of the best players in the pitch, but he he's he, he, he has a tendency to make a mistake that can give a goal away, which yeah. is still a bit you know a bit scary. Uh, De Gea pulled out one or two good saves. Um the, the the keeper with the most clean sheets ever that's played for United. Yeah. And then you have uh, hundred and eighty seven or something is it? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not yeah. sure the number to be quite honest with you. But then Rashford up front with uh, Fernandez. Yeah, look, it's, it's that's that's nine players I've called out there uh, of a core of a team, um, and then you've everyone he brings in, even the Austrian sausage, even though yeah. he's not scoring goals, he's performing well. Sabitzer comes in, he's contributing to the team, performing. But they're all everybody's doing a job, and every, like even um, Delo started on right back, but he said at halftime because he was up against. Uh, so Maximum, um, he was getting the legs ran off because he played against Barca as well in the second half. I'll bring on Wan Bissaka, and Wan Bissaka just closed everything down. He just didn't yeah. know what to do, and just, tactically, he just really, really seems like he knows what he's doing. It, it's like it's you know what it's like, Paddy. Right? I can't straighten this Chelsea. You know? you know when you have a manager who's just really good at managing players, and he's able to keep even the substitutes happy. So yes. when the substitutes aren't selected, they're not too disheartened. Where sometimes you can get a group of players where if things aren't going right, well, let's look at Chelsea. The, the results aren't going right. So now players, I've seen it uh, in reports that the players that aren't getting selected in the in the starting lineup are now getting very frustrated because mm. we're not winning games and they're thinking we could have fucking won yeah. it if I was starting. And Ten Hag has completely, he's completely got the opposite because he's getting the results. And he's able to man manage every single one of them players, and not one player looks unhappy at Manchester United at the moment because and he's able look, to bring them on and they come on and they have an impact. Yeah, and you're right. And it but and it's easy to do that when you're winning. It's easy to yeah. keep everyone happy. Like Ferguson was a master at that, you know, keeping the whole squad. Yeah. Like it, and I've heard so many pl- players that played under Ferguson saying Ferguson would come to you and say, You're not playing today or ne- next week, but I have your earmark now for this game in two weeks' time and you're yeah, gonna be integral. Yeah, yeah. And they 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 prepared for that. But yeah. Ten Hag just seems to be big enough for the club because Manchester United is one of the biggest jobs in the world. But 
to be lost in Alex Ferguson's shadow, not a bit of it. He goes out for dinner with him last week. Yeah. After the finally shakes his hand, um, he embraces Alex Ferguson room. being there. He doesn't want to avoid Alex Ferguson being there. He embraces yeah. it. He's like, I want to learn from him. I want to like how he ran the club. Look, yeah. I'm a very, very, very happy man. And I would say every single Manchester United supporter out there as well, because it's been a long time since we've been able to be this happy um, yeah. and this confident about our, our team. Like, even when Mourinho was there and winning things, um, you always got the feeling with Mourinho that he'd be gone in two or three years because he doesn't stay anywhere for too long. It feels yeah. like now Ten Hag could be here for the long haul and bring a lot of success to the club. And the most informed team in Europe at the moment, Paddy. Uh, I think it's yeah. something like 27, 28 games without without defeat or something like that. It's I think it's something crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's doing all the right things. He's singing all the right tunes. Uh, Alex Ferguson was in the dressing room singing and dancing with the players. Obviously, he's fucking eight years of age now, so he doesn't do too much dancing. But he was there. He was fucking. His presence was felt, and that's what that's what that's what we were always talking about when. When I used to joke about it and everybody used to say, oh, go fuck yourself. Ollie's uh, culture thing. It, Ollie didn't bring back, never brought back any culture. It, Ten Hag has the culture of Manchester mm-hmm. United back. And the culture it's of Manchester United culture. was a winning culture. Yeah. It was nothing else, right? There was nothing about it. It was a work hard and a win culture. And whatever you want about Ollie, Ollie felt like a little bit like home because he was a Manchester United legend. He, he didn't bring the tactical and the, and the managerial. No. Um, no. No. pedigree that you want as a, I, as a um a Manchester United manager. You see, he understood what the culture of Manchester United yeah. was, but he just didn't have the tactical yeah. knowledge to bring the results to match the culture. Exactly. Yeah. Which he knew what it was. Yeah, yeah. He exactly. knew what it was. Yeah. Right, Paddy. Well, look. Anything else you want to say about that that win for United? No, I won't. I won't bore the viewers anymore. I think that's quite enough said about Manchester United. <laughs> Right, Paddy, we're going to move on to the fancy football. Paddy, we've had some big movements in the uh, fancy football this week, so we're going to have a quick look at it and see where we're at. Uh, Pulling it up on the screen for anybody that's listening on Spotify. If anybody is listening on Spotify or Apple or watching us on YouTube, make sure you hit subscribe. Rate us five stars if you can if you're listening to us. I know... It's a big hassle for you, but if you can just click onto the menu and a little five-star rate and take you two seconds, and we appreciate it big time. Um, and follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you want to get. Four-star. Four-star. No, I would, fuck four-star. No, I would I prefer five. five, obviously, but, you know, no. if I'm give a four. No, five or nothing. Right? No. Five or nothing. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not being ungrateful around and spoiled around, but I want five, right? Uh, Paddy. This is my team. I used my wild card this week. I took a big gamble. I had four or five players that weren't playing. Um, so I said, you know what? I've marked it out for the next three weeks, and then I'm just going to have to adapt to what comes up then after that. So I played my wild card. Uh, average was uh, 39 points, and I've got 58 so far. In goal, Allison, six points. Then I have Kilman, who I thought might have got a clean sheet, didn't. Two points. Then I've got Ben White, who got seven, who has another match tomorrow at home against Everton. So another chance of a clean sheet. Uh, Tarkowski, I think everybody brought him in with one point and he's playing Arsenal again. So not going to get anything else there. Uh, Trent, six points and he's playing Wolves then tomorrow night. So hopefully another six, maybe an assist and a goal. 
Uh, I have Pereira. I brought him for one. Didn't expect that now, but he was cheap. Uh, I had Salah as captain. He got six points in the first game, so hopefully he can get a bit more against Wolves. Uh, Martinelli with 10 points. Maybe should have made him captain. I think I, I was a toss-up between them two. Um, so 10 points from him. Still, again, as a game against Everton tomorrow. Odegaard with three, a game against Everton tomorrow. Haaland with 10 up top with Kane, who got six. So, Paddy, a, a good a good week for me. Um, going, all right. We will move down and we'll have a look. Now, Paddy, I know this is going to spoil it for anybody watching, but I have actually moved top of the league between ourselves. Yes. Um, and you'll see why here, because you've got 39 points. Talk us through what you've done here. And tell us the so, boo-boo so, so to give some mentioned. context, Collie always slags me when we're when we're on the group chats and stuff because he, he says I'm like his da for technology. Like I got a new <laughs> phone, I'm sending like random emojis and stuff because I'm learning how to use the phone. So, on TikTok, I get random waving hands because I <laughs> just pressed the button. I wanted to see what the button done. <laughs> <laughs> so when I done what's it called the wild card last week? Wild card you played, yeah. I thought that was the one where you only changed free for hit. one week. I thought it was the free hit. Yeah, exactly. So I said, oh, that's grand. I got a lot of players in that will play two games. I thought, brilliant. Absolutely can't, can't do any better than this. And then I went to pick my team this week. And I was like, why is there fucking a lot of Liverpool players still in my team? I was like, oh, shit. No way. <laughs> so now I'm playing catch up. I'm going to be doing some uh, transfers for the next couple of weeks. Um, so, yeah, it's probably going to really affect me badly. But right, Ederson and goal. They got they conceded, but they won. Man City, the scumbags. Uh, Saiba got me six. Uh, Connor Cody, I thought he might do something, but he got nothing. Uh, Alexander Arnold, six points and still to go against Wolves at home. Um, Salah, me captain as well, same as yourself. Mm-hmm. I got Neves from Wolves with the two games, yeah. hoping to do something. I was going to bring him in as well. Yeah, that was good. And Awobi, I was going to bring Awobi in as well. Um, I will be with the two games. No, I don't want Neves or Wobi for the rest of the season. I just wanted them for these two <laughs> games, but now I'm stuck with them for the rest of the fucking season. Um, Saka, look, who should be scoring and assisting and a lot more. He's actually a really good player. Get the fucking finger out, Saka, and start scoring more. <laughs> Starwin Nunes, look, he didn't even play. He wasn't even on the bench. And it doesn't say he's injured or anything. Like, what the hell? Like, has Klopp just lost faith in him completely and just didn't do that with him at all? Like, he's like the rest of us. He realizes how shit he is. Um right, and then Haaland, yeah, yeah, great Haaland, well done. And uh Nabi Keita. Um Nabi Keita, w- you can't say that it's Niketia. Nabi Keita plays for Liverpool. How's it? <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh, that's, that's another dad moment. There um, you go, Dad. K- uh, yeah, talk yeah. us through your bench as well. This is what you're gonna be left with. But look, Darwin Nunes is probably not going to play against Wolves either. And there's no one to come off the bench to give me any points. I don't want to talk through the bench. Why would I talk through the bench? There's not zero <laughs> points there. No. I, I, pick, I, like, I picked the four players, the cheapest players for me subs because I yeah. thought oh, I'll get them all in because it's only one week. Oh, idiot. <laughs> what an idiot. Uh, we're going to we'll move on to uh, Connor's team. He got 41 points. Not bad. He's not, yeah, he's not even making subs. Pope, uh, he still has Cancelo in the team. I think he's just, uh, yeah, this is ridiculous. Saliba, Cancelo, Shar, Cody, De Bruyne, Trossard, Amaran, uh, Haaland, Kane. Just doesn't care, does he? Yeah, he doesn't care. We're not, we're and he's still beating. <laughs> still beating. Uh, we'll have a look at the main podcast page now, Paddy. Ushin Kane is still top. Um, 40 points, 1622 ahead of Collie Lamb, who's in second. Oh, not much in it. Uh, not much in it. It's only seven points in it. 
Uh, sorry, there's uh, nine points in it. Um, Dean Fletcher then is in third. Then Lee Dillon, uh, Alan Donovan up to fifth. Uh, Sonny McGreevy up to sixth. Johnny Murphy drops down to seventh. Uh, Anto O'Rourke drops down to eighth. Tony Tam down to ninth. And Connor Ennis with a oh, yeah. is in tenth. <laughs> Uh, Paddy, for the record, I'm actually up to 28 in our league. All right, so what? That's not bad. So what? 14 minutes. About still about 150 points behind, but sure, sure <laughs> look, you know, you never know. Could make you a comeback. You never know. Um, right, that's all we have on the fantasy football. Paddy, well will we done. do the bets now, or do we do the review and do the bets at the end? Well, no, last week we didn't even know whether we were going to do the bets, and then we just threw them in at the end. So maybe do the we- bets now. We do the best now, okay. I don't have a graphic for it. Let me see what can I what can I use? Um I can use this one here. I hear you're a racist now, father. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I can use that, but uh yeah, look, I've tried to use it. Your man the betting. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <hands> right. <laughs> buddy i'm gonna pull up uh the screen here and we'll have a look at what we've done so as we said me and yourself are restarting and connor has gone on to bet number two so this one here is my bet i've gone with a tenner on a fourfold 26 euro back i've gone with burnley to be fleetwood and these are all on tomorrow uh, i've gone with arsenal to beat everton i've gone with liverpool to beat wolves that's a little bit of a jinx but i don't mind Ooh. it don't mind it uh, and then I've gone with Marseille to be Annery or Annecy, whatever the fuck they're called. Um, you could maybe do it without putting Marseille. I mean, they're one to seven. Doesn't boost it that much, but I just said, fuck it, I'll throw it in. Just get get whatever I can out of it. So, um, yeah, 26 quid back, hopefully, from that one. This one here is your one, Paddy. Do you want to talk us through it? Yeah, Rashford to score two goals against um, West Ham tomorrow night. Come on, what the odds and price? And return, um, I got the <laughs> price boost, which I always go for the boost. I love a boost, uh, 15 to yeah. 2. So, nice. a, a tenor will get me back 85 euro. Sorry, I keep on forgetting about the, the Spotify listeners, and so I'm just saying, like, there's me about there on the screen, and they're probably like, <laughs> I need to know, <laughs> tell um, me that bets. So, I'll yeah, be 85 okay. euro richer tomorrow night. Fair enough. And I'll do a 12 to 1 bet and just win the thousand euro. Fair enough. I love it. Uh, this is Connor's one, so he's gone his second bet. So his for his last bet won. Uh, I think he had a little treble on or something like that. Oh no, he had a double, um, and it won. So he's gone on to bet number two, which is a little double again. Chelsea to beat Leeds. I can already tell you that that's not going to happen. And Leicester to beat Southampton away, thirteen to eight. So, um, it's about five to one or about four and a half to one because he's put twenty four euro on it and he's getting a hundred euro back and eighty cent. Um, so that is Connor's bet number two of the challenge. So, Paddy, pretty good. We're gonna move off that. I promise I'll have a graphic done up for that fucking this betting next week. I promise you. Pretty good. Do you believe me? Can't we? <laughs> yeah. Right, Paddy, <laughs> we're gonna move on to the predictions. That, that uh, the music off that one always makes me joyray and me see. I always give it a bit of a hip trust. It gives me very like straight. Yeah. Do you to play it again? Yeah, go on, yeah. And everyone else go on hip, hip trust to it. Okay, let's go. It's very yeah. see hip trusty, isn't it? Yeah, see what you mean. Yeah. Um 
<laughs> might might play that when I'm making sweet sweet love. Um, <laughs> right, Paddy. The first uh, the first Not game we have. <laughs> first game we have is Arsenal and Everton. Paddy, how do you think this one is going to go? Do you think they're going to beat them? Yes. This is tomorrow night, by the way. Yes, absolutely. Um, okay. Look, I thought Everton under Sean Dyche, they had a, they had one good game when he came back, and yeah. yeah, not much since then really. Um, I can see a fairly convincing Arsenal win, probably three 0 and Martinelli to score. Yeah, I th- I think you're you're probably right there. I don't see I I know I've been calling that that Arsenal aren't gonna win the league, but I think their next three or four games should be fairly handy for them. Yeah. Um so I'm not expecting them to drop any points. If they drop any points, that's when I'll be kind of like, Oh, here we go, this is this is it. Like so yeah. um I'm gonna say a win for Arsenal, I'm gonna say three one, and I'm gonna say Sackett to score twice because he needs due goals. So I'm gonna go with him. Uh next one, Paddy, again tomorrow night, Liverpool versus Wolves. Um, I'm going to jump in here and I'm going to say that I think Liverpool are narrowly going to win this one. I don't think anything is easy for Liverpool these days because they make everything very difficult. And I'm going to say they're going to go 1-0 down as well. They're not going to keep a clean sheet and they're going to win 2-1. So I'm saying 1-0 down, come back to win, 2-1. And I'm going to say Gakpo is going to score. What do you think? Um, Wolves spanked Liverpool only a few weeks ago. Um, yeah. so I'm gonna go with a draw. Um, I'm actually gonna go for a scoreless draw because they're watching the game against Palace. They don't have much firepower going forward. Now I know it's in Anfield. It's a different. So it could be one all, but I'm gonna All go right. for a scoreless draw. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, next one, Paddy is, and we said we'd throw in a few days now that mm. we're coming towards the end of the season. The Man City and Arsenal games. Man City and Newcastle, this, Paddy, I, I don't know if you agree with me on this one, but I think Newcastle are going to be so deflated now after that that defeat on um, Sunday. I just think because they, were, they weren't really in the best form going into it, and now this is kind of like kicking you in the face while you're down. But it could be also the catalyst for Eddie Howe to say to the players, okay, this is out of our systems now because the Carabao Cup final could have been in the back of their heads for the last few weeks, and that could have been one of the reasons why... Yeah. The, the, the performance has dropped. Um, I know they were missing your man with the white hair plays in midfield. Gomez, the creative midfielders. Yeah, they were missing him the last few weeks in the Premier League, but they had him back for the Carabao Cup final. Yeah. Um, but this is against Manchester City. But then it depends on which Manchester City torn up because yeah. they've been stop start this season. If the usual Man City in the Etihad torn up, they'll they'll easily win. But if they're anyway off their game, um, and Newcastle used this defeat uh, to say to themselves, look. We've a really good chance of getting into the Champions League here, and um, but we need to start getting points together. Um, they they could get performance, so it, it's a very hard one to kind of predict. But I'm gonna go against the grain, and I'm gonna say a Newcastle win, um, two one, and some maximum score. Oh, interesting. Um, I I think I think what I'm saying is more that they're going to be a little bit deflated. I get what you're saying, and yeah, to be to be fair, it's a good show. They could have had it in the back of their mind, and not really so much concentration going on the league now. But I think they may be tired, and maybe kind of mentally exhausted at the moment. Um, again, Newcastle. This is the fourth season where they're really kind of looking to challenge and and. Like we all did said maybe four years, like they're kind of ahead of schedule looking at the table, like I think honestly. Um yeah. so they're they're kind of maybe maybe they've peaked and they're just kind of falling back down a little bit. 
Um, but I will think I do, I do think that Man City are going to beat them here and probably a comfortable enough. And I think it's probably going to be three nil. Going to go three nil. And I'm going to I'm going to give you three scorers, Paddy. I'm going to say Alvarez. I'm going to say Foden. I'm going to say Kevin De Bruyne. All three so down you, score. So do you think Newcastle their level now is Europa League? They're Europa League team at the moment. I think so. I, th- I think Europa is is a fair um, place to call them. I don't think. I think they're probably still missing one or two players, good, decent players, to be challenging for top four properly. I, th- I think they're Europa level. Like, Who do you think is getting fourth spot? Um, to be honest with you, like, Liverpool are in with a show. And I know everyone will say, ah, oh, no, they're too far behind. I, I still think they, if they, they go on a good run, they could potentially do it. But Spurs then as well. For me, can can do it if starting to find a bit of form, are they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, if if Conte can come back, get them going again, get a couple of results together, I think they can slip into the fourth place there. So yeah, I I think I think Spurs or or Liverpool will will take that. I just don't see Newcastle having it in them, not this season anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they'll have a strong window in the summer. Yeah, I think they'll have a strong window in the summer and then possibly challenge them next year. But yeah, that's that's the way I see it for now. Um, right, we move on to the next one Arsenal and Bournemouth. How do you say this one going, Paddy? Arsenal at home, yeah. I, I, I see them getting a result here as well. As, as you said, the three handy ish on paper looking games coming up. Um, I'm gonna go for a 2 1 win to Arsenal and um, Nabi Keita to score. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it'll be 2 0 to Arsenal. Um, and I think. Martinelli may score on this one. So yeah, that's 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 all I have to say about this one. Paddy, oh, for sake, Chelsea versus Leeds. Tell me what you think. Give me a bit of background on the history between these, though. I don't know any real it's history in between them, because like, you know. Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. We signed we, we signed Hasselbank from them. That's about it. No, yeah. Like yeah, I, I like I, I I always think that these are a team that Chelsea should comfortably be beating, and we we. What I can remember, I think we usually do beat them fairly handily. Like I actually think the last time we played them, they might have beaten us. Let me just let me just double check that because I know I know a few Leeds fans, so I know I remember recently taking some stick off them. So have I think Leeds they might have the manager. Yeah. Uh, I believe they have as well. I believe that this is kind of their their first match with the manager. Uh, some meetings. So yeah, they beat us three 0 this season. <laughs> I knew, I knew that. I knew. I knew. I knew they were after hammering us. But before that, we beat them three 0 then three two. We drew nil all away. Beat them three one. Beat them five one. Beat them one nil. So like we beat them usually fairly comfortably when we beat them. We usually score two or three goals against them. The well. old Chelsea. The old Chelsea. The that's Chelsea. that's the only thing. Not the new Chelsea. The old Chelsea. Now Chelsea of last year under Thomas Tuchel scored three goals against them in both games. We scored no games or no goals against them this season. Yeah, stop living Will the past. Boy, what, what, do, what do you think this one? Chelsea Leeds, give it to me. I think, I think, what do I think? I don't know what I think. Um, Tiago's I'm gonna, out. I'm going to go with, I'm going to back Chelsea here in this one. I think this is the game where Potter gets a result and potentially kickstarts the season. The season for Chelsea could begin after this win. And I'm going to say they're going to win 2-0. And Havertz, who everybody has been saying shouldn't be playing, is going to score in this game. 
and show people up. So that's the way I'm going to go. Paddy, what do you think? Um, yeah, look, <laughs> I want to say a draw because of how bad form Chelsea have been in, but I do think Chelsea are just going to get an, a, a win. Um, yeah, Leeds could score though because, as you said, like like you're one of your most consistent players, one of your best players is gone now for God knows yeah. how long. Um, so that would be a massive Forever. loss. So they probably score a goal. So I'm going to go two one to Chelsea. And um, who's the new blondie lads playing for? Mudrick. Mudrick, no, 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 yeah, he had him to get his fourth goal. Okay. Um, right, Paddy, the last game, last but not least, Liverpool versus Manchester United, a big game. How do you see this one going for you? Can I tell you after Liverpool's game tomorrow? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, oh, God. Look, we have a game against West Ham tomorrow, which, look, all right, okay, I'm going to go for a win, United win here. Um, Liverpool's form is not great. Um, United after after this week of football, I would think that this squad team are gonna look. It's gonna be very hard to beat, and every game it seems to be to get harder and harder to beat, even when we're not playing that well. But Anfield has always been a really really difficult ground to go to. Um, stop Liverpool from scoring in the first 20, 25 minutes. Um, I think yeah, we'll definitely get a win. So I I, I think. 2-0 to United and Rashford to score because he's a fucking legend. He is, he is a bit of a legend at the moment. Um, Paddy, I think I think this game might be the one where you just get turned over, to be honest with you. Uh, and I just feel like you've got so much momentum building and it's it doesn't last forever. I, like, I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't, I don't mean it's going to really get the play. I just think you're going to get a bad result here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Liverpool, let's be honest, they're gonna up their game for this for this match. Oh, they're gonna yeah. be they're gonna want it even more now that like you know they're kind of potentially going for the league. They'll want to be the ones that 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 pop that balloon. I, and, I, uh, I I can't see United get, getting anywhere near the league. I think I, I don't think there's many United supporters talking about United getting the league. I don't think we're in the race. I don't. I think um next season definitely. Um we still have a couple of cups to go in, but I can't see the Premier League. No, no, no I can't see Arsenal dropping that many points. If if I think if, if Arsenal go on the run that I think they're going to go on within the next couple of weeks, I think Manchester United are going to win the league. Hmm. That's, just, that's just my opinion. Um, so Paddy, I'm going to go with a two-one win for Liverpool. I know you won't want to hear that, but that's that's what I think. Um, no, look, I'm going to yeah. say. No, I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm going to say Nunes the score because the United fans love giving them a bit of stick, and I think I just think. A lot of stars are going to align for Liverpool in this game, and stuff's just going to fall from. I bet you he gets no. the sloppiest goal. It'll like bounce off his cock or something and just go in. Not, like, you know, not against the accident. Not against Martinez and uh, Varane. I think if anyone's going to score, Salah will score. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Paddy, that's that's it. We're wrapped up. Um, it's been emotional. Um, if anybody is watching again, like I said, if you're watching on YouTube, listening on Facebook, listening or listening on Spotify and Apple, make sure you hit subscribe, make sure you follow us, like, send a comment in, uh, get onto our TikTok page, our Instagram page, follow us there. Um, we're everywhere, so yeah, you have a little chat with us, we'll we'll uh, we'll gladly talk back to you. Um, and make sure you give us five star rating on, on Spotify and Apple because we don't want fours, Paddy. 
No, I'll take a four. I'll take a four. No, I'm hurting fives. I'm, I'm just thinking here. The more I think about, actually, I think United are definitely going to win because Rashford against <laughs> Van Dijk, he's going to rip him a new arsehole. He really is. He won't be able to keep up with him. Can't wait. Right, fair enough. Okay. Um, right, Paddy, that's it. I'm going to wrap it up. Thanks for joining us this week. Maybe we might see Connor next week, depending on what uh, results we see from Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, true. No, you won't see him next week. Definitely not because United are going to win. Come on. <laughs> okay yeah all right uh we'll be back next tuesday 8 p.m youtube facebook and twitter we'll see everybody then